0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's your favorite Throwback Podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett
1: and Susie Bannacarum, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
2: The Jesse Kelly Show, I am back in the normal studio, finally, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, and let me tell you what, after I get done with Medal of Honor Monday... My
0: focus is just stay focused.
2: We're going to do some hard-hitting politics this hour, we're going to take your calls and we'll keep you updated on all the caucus information, big information, small information, whatever it may be, if there are any updates to be had for the Iowa caucus, but you know what time it is. It's Monday. For you new listeners of the show, every single Monday at this time, we do Medal of Honor Monday. We take a Medal of Honor citation. When you earn a Medal of Honor, they do a write-up on it. You're normally too dead to ever read it, but people don't know these things exist. They don't know that they're all out there. They're all free. It's a quick internet search. I don't have some special access just because I'm a world-famous top-five napper and menu whisperer and radio show host. These things are available for everyone. In fact, we get emails about them and emails about how they inspire you to do things. Like this one, I, I want to read this email before I get to the citations that kind of ties into it. Historical Oracle, I'll skip the pleasantries. You're my favorite host, so on and so forth. Listening to Medal of Honor Monday has inspired me to go out of my way to thank any veteran I see. The first opportunity I got was while Christmas shopping for a fancy gift at Walmart. There was an old man wearing a Korean war hat and I proudly thanked him and told him my grandfather served as a Marine in Korea. He correctly assumed my grandfather was in the Chosen Reservoir. His demeanor changed and said my grandfather must have been a real crazy, and I can't say that word, the old man said he was thankful to be safe in a tank overlooking the reservoir while my grandfather went through hell. I left that conversation with... Tears streaming down my face, even more thankful for my grandfather's service. My grandfather passed a few years ago. He only talked about the war in his Purple Heart once or twice, but I was too young to remember much. Says his name was Matt. Now, that leads me to this Medal of Honor citation. We got an email suggestion for this. Hey, can you do William E. Barber? Marines appreciate solid officers, and this one most would walk through a wall of steel for this guy's name was mark and without further ado let's honor a legend shall we honoring those who went above and beyond it's medal of honor monday For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty as commanding officer of Company F, 2nd Battalion, 7th Marines, 1st Marine Division in action against enemy aggressive forces in Korea from the 28th of November to the 2nd of December, 1950. Assigned to defend a three-mile mountain pass along the division's main supply line and commanding the only route of approach in the march from Udam-Ni to Hageru-Ri, Captain Barber took position with his battle-weary troops and, before nightfall, had dug in and set up a a defense along the frozen, snow-covered hillside. When a force of estimated regimental strength savagely attacked during the night, inflicting heavy casualties and finally surrounding his position following a bitterly fought seven hour conflict, Captain Barber after repulsing the enemy, gave assurance that he could hold if supplied by airdrops and requested permission to stand fast when orders were received by radio to fight his way back to a relieving force after two reinforcing units had been driven back under the fierce resistance and their attempts to reach the isolated troops. Pause really quickly. If this is going over your head, I'm going to explain it in more detail in a moment. Just know it's really friggin' awesome and impressive. Anyway, aware that leaving the position would sever contact with the 8,000 marines trapped at U-Dam-Ni and jeopardize their chances of joining the 3,000 more awaiting their arrival at Hageru-Ri for the continued drive to the sea he chose to risk loss of his command rather than sacrifice more men if the enemy seized control and forced a renewed battle to regain the position or abandon his many wounded who were unable to walk Although severely wounded in the leg in the early morning of the 29th, Captain Barber continued to maintain personal control, often moving up and down the lines on a stretcher to direct the defense and consistently encouraging and inspiring his men to supreme efforts despite the staggering opposition. Waging desperate battle throughout five days and six nights, on repeated onslaughts launched by fanatical aggressors he and his heroic command accounted for approximately a thousand enemy dead in this epic stand in bitter sub-zero weather and when the company was relieved only 82 of his original 220 men were able to walk away from the position so valiantly defended against insuperable odds his profound faith and courage great personal valor and unwavering fortitude were decisive factors in the successful withdrawal of the division from the death trap and chosen reservoir sector and reflect the highest credit upon captain Barber, his intrepid officers and men in the United States Naval service. Now I need to explain something about Korea because a lot of that probably gets confusing for people. what, What was actually happening? All right. So I'm going to hit the very high points. We've done this before, so I'm not going to do too much on it. But remember, we decided, and it turned out to be a dumb move, Douglas MacArthur didn't believe the intelligence we were getting as we were pushing north into Korea and fighting the North Koreans back. We were getting all kinds of intelligence that China had sent hundreds of thousands of men into North Korea to ambush our troops. We had all kinds of intel knowing that. They ignored the intel, and we pushed all the way up into some frozen nightmare called Chosen Reservoir. Now, I need to explain. There was one way up from the south. Remember, we were in the south heading north. There was one route up from the south into Chosen Reservoir. Chosen Reservoir, picture a gigantic frozen over lake with hilltops all around it. You can picture this in your mind. All frozen over, all snowy, all horrible. Chosen, once our guys got there, the Chinese sent in eight divisions. We had about one division. They sent in eight divisions to completely surround our men. We quickly realized we were surrounded, staggeringly outnumbered, And the story of Chosen Reservoir in Korea is the story of our men taking hilltops and then fighting off wave after wave of Chinese troops in the middle of the night. So many of them, they would stack the bodies up. It was a nightmare. Now, what Captain Barber did here is uniquely amazing. It was describing how he was assigned to defend a three-mile mountain pass. Well, what he's actually defending is the only chance the Marines who were still cut off had for survival. If Captain Barber and his men don't hold that position, then the Marines who are cut off, they will be annihilated. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. What Captain Barber held with his men was the only chance those cutoff Marines had. And when you're dug in the way his men were in a defensive perimeter like that, what happens is every, I'm not going to go into the details of it, and it would differ by terrain, but every so often you would dig a fighting hole. Your men would dig a fighting hole and you would occupy that fighting hole. You'd come come up with a defensive perimeter. Now, it was hard to dig a lot of these holes up there because the ground was so frozen. Either way, as you lose men, As the Chinese send wave after wave after wave at you, you soon find your perimeter shrinking because you don't have enough men to fill all those holes left. When you're down to 82 men, that's nothing of a defensive perimeter. And keep in mind, the 82 men are not all full strength. They're wounded as well. And they're also occupied caring for the wounded men who are laying there freezing and dying, dying in the ice. And you get orders to leave. In fact, you get orders to fight your way out. And you say, nah, I'm going to stay right here. Because my men and those men that are cut off, they're worth my life. That's amazing. That's, those are the kind of men who built this country. And those, They inspire me to get up every day. That, how could I ever give up? give up? How could you ever give up when guys like that did that? For this country. That's friggin awesome man. Alright. We'll make fun of Nikki Haley. I promise. And then we'll take some of these calls. In fact I'll get to the calls next. I've been teasing them. 877-377-4373. Before I do get to the calls. We should probably have a talk about. The fact that. Nobody's talking about cutting any money. From the federal budget. Nobody. Not even Republicans. Um, you need to start getting some Gold or silver in your retirement account, like now, IRA, 401k, whatever you have. No, you don't want it to be all gold or silver. Don't worry about that. Oxford gold will handle it, but you want a portion of it to be precious metals. Why? What it does is it raises the floor on how far it can drop when the bubble goes pop. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but now that it did, I feel really smart. This is J.P. Morgan CEO, Jamie Dimon. We're going to
1: get three rate cuts this year, possibly two or three rate cuts in 2025. Do you agree with that?
0: Uh, I, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I think that because of fiscal spending and other factors, and forget just economic models for a second, $2 trillion of fiscal deficit, the, uh, the Infrastructure and IRA Act, uh, the green economy, the remilitarization of the world, the restructuring of trade are all inflationary and if that...
2: Yeah, please get some gold. Eight three three, nine nine five gold. Tell Oxford I told you to call. They'll send it. They'll get you in your physical possession. They'll get it in your retirement. Eight three three, nine nine five gold Oxford gold group. Don't get caught when the bubble pops. Alright? We'll be back.
1: Feeling a little stocky?
2: Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, I don't like that song. Now, I need to explain. That's not a great song. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like those songs where it does a do-do-do, and then they do the call. What is it called? Call and response? Call and response. I don't know, but it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible, and I don't like it at all. Whatever, Chris. All right, I'm going to get to some of these calls before we make fun of Nikki Haley, and we'll talk about this Iran stuff. But remember something, even though it's been a month and even though I've missed you. Get to the point. No pleasantries, Jesse, I love you. I'm not going to thank you for the call. Just get right to the point. Don't ramble. Get right to the point. Look, even if you're mad at me about something, that's fine. I don't care. Just get to it quickly. All right? All right. Chad, New York, go. Yeah,
0: where was Chad's?
2: he didn't die
0: oh he didn't die
2: he asked where Taps was for Medal of Honor Monday Taps is for the fallen the guy didn't die we, we only play Taps in honor of the fallen or if they fall shortly after even, you know, even if they pass later on in life we'll play Taps for them but you don't play Taps if they don't die Jeff, Houston, go
0: Hi, you're a good reader. I have more time. I have more time than you do. We you dig a little bit deeper on Korea? Not everything is MacArthur's fault. There was lots of sources of intelligence. There was multiple fa- failures. It was a UN operation. It's far more complicated than it just being MacArthur's fault. And I don't think the Marines are victims here. They had their own commanders and their own intelligence.
2: Okay, well you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you. Douglas MacArthur didn't sleep a night in Korea dugout dug didn't sleep a single solitary night in Korea during the entire time and it wasn't just MacArthur he had a bunch of idiots who worked under him as well I am not a MacArthur fan he does not get defended on this show Dr. Carl in Mississippi go
0: hi good by the way uh, of honor water state, pretty much uh, the most in the country what we need to do to save this country, avoid Civil War II, and save Trump is this, re-found America. We need to get out of our country, whether they go along with it or not, and some of them hate America so much they probably would get along with it. We need to get the, the metropolitan areas out of Chicago, out of our country, philadelphia and new york city and western california those states would all have access to the sea and they could join canada if
2: they wanted to how exactly is los angeles going that's just just that's not that's going nowhere fast uh that reminds me that reminds me you understand that you need testosterone not just for your body but for your mind Do you understand that as a dude, logical thinking, testosterone is a requirement for it? If your T levels begin to drop, your mind will not work as well. Did you know that? 50%. Testosterone levels have dropped in this country 50% in 50 years. It doesn't matter how many elections you win. That's societal collapse if we don't reverse that. Chalk is how you reverse that. Natural ways. Stop getting injections in your freaking arms, guys. Male Vitality stack from chalk. Take it for 90 days. 20% increase in your testosterone. It's not like you have to wait long. You'll feel it in three months. In fact, you'll probably feel it before then. I certainly did. It was about uh, four or five weeks, and I could hardly feel it. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code Chessy. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE, get you some. Brody, Atlanta, go.
0: Hey, have, hey somebody on our side uh, today made the inflammatory comment that MLK was a uh, communist, and I wanted to know if anybody could answer that for me. You could. Secondly, do we have a plan B mechanism for Trump being booted off of ballots? Like, is, don't we need a runner-up in order to step into that position if they do hold him off of the ballots and he wins the primary?
2: Okay. that's actually those are both really good. I can't believe I'm going to thank anybody for a question, but those are both <laughs> very good. All right. 8773774373. I forgot today's Martin Luther King Day uh, was Martin Luther King a communist. L- listen, first let's get get let's get through this right now. I love historical debate as much as anybody. I love it. What about this? What about this? What about that? What about that? But You should never get in a very serious historical debate with people on your side, family and friends over some historical figure you never knew in your entire lifetime. I have no idea what would prompt people to start fighting over Martin Luther King today. He was a civil rights activist. He did some great things. He did some horrible things. Basically, he was a man like all men. Like you, like me, that's what mankind is. They're great and they're terrible. Each and every one of us individually, great and they're terrible. He really pushed an extremely effective form of rebellion. Peaceful, that's what he pushed. It should be applauded for that. Peaceful, nonviolent, peaceful. There was a lot of really violent, and I'll tell you, as a young man, if I was a young black dude, I probably would have gone more towards the Black Panther, more violent side. That's just more my nature. I, I'm sorry, it is. It's more my nature. Martin Luther King did it differently. He was also a complete grease fire of a human being individually. And I mean an unmitigated disaster in every possible way. Okay, but that doesn't take away from the great things he did. Was he a communist or not? I don't, I don't think I'd ever call Martin Luther King a communist. I will say... The communists infiltrated the civil rights movement big time in about the 70s, right about then. That's when the communists figured out this could really be a wedge movement to divide America. So we should get involved and make sure that race relations can't improve. So I wouldn't call him a communist because he genuinely wanted race relations from everything I read to improve. Remember, the race hustlers today, the last thing in the world they want is race relations to improve. The last thing they want is equality or people to be colorblind. It's their entire racket. It's their entire scam. So I don't think I'd ever get in an argument about it either way. As far as Trump, a backup plan. Do we need one? Let's talk about that. We'll get to some more. 877-377-4373. Hang on. Jesse Kelly returns.
0: Yeah. Next. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who
1: get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
0: How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life?
1: My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast Finding Matt Drudge. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It is The Jesse Kelly Show, and we will make fun of Nikki Haley before I get back to these calls, and we'll, we'll do a quick update on the Iran thing, but I do want to I do want to talk real quickly. I want to answer the question. Uh, he asked, the caller asked, in case you're just now joining us, remember, you can email the show, by the way, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You can call 877-377-4373. He asked, should we have a backup plan if Trump's the nominee and they remove him from the ballot? Should we have a backup plan? Well, probably not. And let me explain why. If Trump is the nominee, if the American people, I'm a big fan of allowing the, uh, the people to choose. I, it doesn't matter which politician I vote for or not vote for. It doesn't matter. I believe in the people's right to choose their own destiny. If the Republican party, if the Republican GOP base chooses Donald Trump, then Donald Trump should be the nominee. Now, well, what if he gets removed from the ballot or what if he goes to prison or or what if all these other things, man, all that information is already out there. Now it's easily available for anybody who can actually read and pay attention. If, if they, if they choose Trump as the nominee, then Trump deserves to be the nominee. And there's no way that you can justify, to me, kicking him out. Even if some state pulls some crap like Colorado and Maine and they remove him from the ballot, the people still chose Trump if, if he ends up being the nominee. The people still chose him, so he's the nominee. If you have a backup plan, let's say you have a backup plan. Who would the backup plan be? Probably DeSantis, I would guess. So let's say that. Let's say that, okay, well, if Trump gets removed from the ballot, we have to put DeSantis in there. Well, how's that fair to everyone who votes for Trump? That's not fair to them. That's not right. Now, I know that's probably not what a lot of people want to hear. It's probably what nobody wants to hear. But whoever the people nominate, that should be the nominee. Period, point blank, end of story. If the people choose Trump, they deserve Trump. If they choose DeSantis, they deserve DeSantis. If they choose Nikki Haley, they deserve to rot in hell. Yeah, he had trouble answering the question,
0: could a man become a woman? And I'm just wondering what what your response to that question is.
1: Now, can a man become a woman? There's been a lot that's been talked about when it comes to (laughs) um, all of these roles and all of these issues. We want to make sure... People
0: can live any way they want to live. (laughs) I don't think government needs to be in control of anybody's life. You go. Uh,
2: The answer's no, Nikki. The answer's no. Okay. Nikki, Nikki Hillary, I probably should start calling. The answer is no. It's not a complicated question. A woman can't become a man. A man become a woman. A man can't become a woman. We don't have to call them biological males as, as if there's any other kind. And we don't have to do the standard mealy-mouthed conservative position on things. Well, I mean, as long as they leave the kids alone, uh, uh, the adults can change their gender. No, they can't. It's not possible. You can choose to cut your penis off or not. You're never going to be a woman, ever. It's not going to happen. Ever. But look, on the Nikki Haley thing, you and I have had this talk before, so I'm going to say this again very briefly. I will tell you, I plan on voting for the Republican nominee. I do, as I've said many times, unless Nikki Haley is either the nominee or on that ticket. If Nikki Haley is on that ticket, I do not think I will be voting for the Republican nominee for president. I have held my nose and voted for many, 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 many Republicans in my life. I have. And I am sure I will hold my nose and vote for many more in the future. Nikki Haley is openly hostile to the things I want. She's worse than a Democrat because she pretends to be on my side. Invade everywhere. Mealy mouth on the cultural stuff. We gain nothing if we replace Joe Biden With Nikki Haley. If she's within a thousand miles of the presidential ticket, I do not think I will be voting for the nominee. Probably leave it blank, to be honest with you. Probably leave it. Oh, yeah, that's right, Chris. Chris said, but she's a woman. She loves to pull that card, too. As a woman, I'm a woman. You go, girl. I'll barf. Make me want to kill somebody. That's horrible. All right. Gene, Georgia, go.
0: Hey, buddy. Thank you for your service. You make me laugh, by the way, and I got a serious question about this year's election. Go ahead. I live in Georgia, thirty miles from the city of Atlanta. That is corruption, election fraud, USA. Do you actually think that the Democrats are not going to go further to pull this one off? Do you actually think we can have a legal, honest-to-God election? Do you really think that's possible?
2: All right, it's it's. All right, let's answer this. Do I believe a fair election is possible? See, I don't want to. My answer to this question. I don't like what it does to you, okay? But let me explain something. One, first, I need to put a disclaimer on there, and I hate disclaimers, but I'm putting a disclaimer on there. The, quote, every elections rigged thing is not only stupid, it's suicidal. Most elections are not rigged. We lost. That's the answer to most of these things. We lost. We lost. We lost. We lost. That's the answer. Stop using it as the ultimate 100% excuse every time something doesn't work out the way you want it. I was stolen. That's a ridiculous—whoever whoever started that, honestly, that's awful. stupid and it's awful. However, Democrats do cheat in elections and they did cheat in the last one. They do. And it's not up for debate. I don't care how many people on the right try to tell me, Jesse, they don't cheat. There was no cheating. If they didn't cheat, then why don't they want voter ID? There's only one reason, there's not a second reason, there's only one reason you wouldn't want people to have to show ID to vote because you intend to cheat. That's the only reason you would ever take that position on things. The only reason you would take the other Democrat position on elections where they want everything to be mail in. Remember HR 1? Everyone's forgotten. I haven't forgotten. Remember when Nancy Pelosi was trying to get HR 1 passed? What that essentially would have done, it failed, thank God. What it essentially would have done was made every election, all mail-in ballots all the time. Why do you think they wanted that so badly? Why do you really think they wanted that? So they could cheat. They cheat in elections. They intend to cheat. Talk to someone in New York and Chicago. Democrats have been cheating in elections forever. What 2020 allowed them to do was, well, what the idiotic COVID restrictions allowed them to do was it increased the mail-in ballots. It allowed them to cheat more than they've ever cheated before. Did they cheat enough? Is that what flipped the election or not? I have no idea. I'll never know. I believe it did, but we'll never know. We'll never know. Because they're going to block all the audits. They're going to block everything. They're going to block everything. I believe they cheated. I believe they cheated either to win it or to give themselves some extra padding, so on and so forth. Now, as far as what the next election is going to look like, I have told you time and time and time again, something that is hard to say, something that is difficult for you to hear. Nevertheless, it is what I believe and I pray to God I am wrong. I want to be clear about this before I say what I'm about to say, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you disagree with me, and then I hope you are able to send me an email or call me after the election and tell me how wrong I was. It won't bum me out at all. It'll make me thrilled. I hope I'm wrong with what I'm about to say. They're never going to let Donald Trump be president again. And so whenever I say that, people ask, so what does that mean? What are they going to do? Jesse, what are they going to do? Well, look what they did last time impeached him twice over nothing, pulled whatever they pulled in the election, and that was while he was president of the United States of America with the power of the office. Now, he don't have that power. He's just a private citizen facing about 700 years in prison. What are they going to do? Everything. Anything. You name it, they will do it. They're going to, well, they already have, they're arresting him, they're indicting him, they're going to put him on trial, they're going to remove him off the ballot, they're going to tell people endlessly that he's the end of America, the end of life as we know it, the end of democracy as we know it, over and over and over and over and over again. And those words, that much propaganda, is going to be effective. They're going to pull some of the most dirty stuff ever and have already pulled it trying to stop him. I believe we live in an evil system. I believe the FBI will be involved because they're evil. The CIA is involved. Remember, it's not just Democrats. The federal government is now full of committed communists who are going to try to stop him. From NBC News, fears grow that Trump will use the military in dictatorial ways if he returns to the White House. Remember, his own generals defied him. I don't believe they're ever going to allow him in the office again. And... I hope I'm wrong, but that's what I believe. But life will keep going on, all right? All right. We'll get back to these. I'm going to touch on Iran real quick. I'm European now, so I don't call it Iran anymore. I call it Iran. It's more proper. What, Chris? And then we'll get back to these calls. 877-377-4373. Iran calls more next. Hang on. Fighting for your freedom every day. The Jesse
1: Kelly Show.
2: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I just want to let you know, Chris, from the bottom of my heart, you can never play too much CCR. It could only be CCR on the show, and that would be just all right by me. I will tell you that. I will tell you that. Uh, Another thing before we get to Iran and back to the calls and a couple foreign policy uh, things, I know you're going to roll your eyes. I know I'm a father. I can't help it. Yes, it's very cold in many parts of the country right now. Iced over, snowy. I'm in friggin' Houston. I'm in the tropics, and it's a solid sheet of ice or going to be out there right now. Solid sheet of ice. Uh, I just want to say this. This is just a little dad tip. I just want to remind you. There's never a I don't have to bundle up because I'm just driving to fill in the blank real quick. It's a very common thing people do. Almost everyone does it. Uh, I'm just going to, it's freezing outside. I'm just going to run to the gas station. I'll be fine. I don't need to bundle up. I'm going to drive straight to the gas station. And then I'm just going to run in there. And I'm going to grab some hot Cheetos. And I'm going to pour nacho cheese on them. And No, 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 no. You always, always, always plan on walking. No matter what. No matter what. You plan on walking. I was raised in Montana. That's where we moved when I was 10. And I will tell you, people die every single year because they did not have a plan to walk when they left their home. Car hits a patch of ice, slides into a ditch, nobody finds you in time, blow out a tire, whatever the case may be, plan to walk. Please, I don't care if you're driving. It's just a couple miles away. Temperatures like this, you can die in a couple miles without if you've got a t-shirt and shorts on. No matter what, hot or cold, always plan on walking. All right, there, it's Daddy Jesse. Just had to get that off my chest. Also, don't be a big friggin' baby because it's cold outside. Put on a coat. We don't have to act like the world is ending every time the temperatures drop and snow starts falling from the sky. Drive a little slower, maybe stay home, put on a coat and some mittens, and life goes on. Do you have any idea what it's like for people in the north, Idaho, Montana, Colorado, places like that, to hear you people complain every time the temperature drops below freezing and the snow falls? You know what that's called in Montana? Winter! Every single year! What, Chris? What? No, no, Chris... See, Chris said they're used to it. Listen, I don't know if you're aware of this, Texan Chris, but the people in Montana are not actually Yetis with an extra layer of fur on their body and things like that. I swear on my life, on my life, they're just normal people. Flesh and blood, normal people like you are. They're, the difference between you and them it's not that they're used to it it's that they put on a coat get on something decent. Chris let me ask you something right now Chris it's going to get like in the 20s tonight total ice down here let me ask you what are you wearing on your feet right now no 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 what kind of shoes Chris I know you're wearing shoes I'm aware you didn't walk barefoot to the office like some kind of a hippie what do you wear what kind of shoes Chris Normal shoes is still... Are they tennis shoes? They're tennis shoes, aren't they, Chris? They're tennis shoes. Yeah. 20 degrees, ice, freezing rain. You're wearing tennis shoes. Do you know what I'm wearing, Chris? I'm wearing winter boots. Even if I have to walk home, my feet will be fine. I will have traction on the ground. The difference between you and me is not that I was raised in Montana. It's that I prepare properly. How many coats did you bring today, Chris? You... You, uh, you, oh you call that a coat you're wearing a flannel jacket that's what that is Chris I have a down vest it's very European I also have my winter coat in there I'll, I could walk home from the office I will be warm and toasty not because I was raised in Montana because I prepared by a freaking winter coat alright I just had to get that off my chest something else I have to get off my chest real quickly done for you real estate wrote a book it's called Micro Wins to Millions, and it really is an amazing book. Remember, these are the guys who teach us, you, me, how to real estate invest. They basically handle everything for you, not for millionaires and billionaires, normal people. How do you get a rental property? Who, what kind of normal person could have even afford that? And then eventually you're supposed to have 10 of these one day and have all this money coming in. How could you do that? Well, done for Your Real Estate is how you do that. They wrote a book helping normal people. Go to doneforyoujesse.com and check it out. DoneforyouJesse.com. Get the book Micro Wins to Millions. I'm telling you, these are good people trying to help. And it really is an amazing book. DoneforyouJesse.com. All right? All right. So let's just get this out of the way first and then we'll get to the calls. Iran. They sent some missiles after us in Iraq. As of right now... Oh, oh, wait a minute. I almost forgot. This is breaking news, Chris. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Iran shot some missiles at us in Iraq, the American consulate and everything. You should understand that this is a significant escalation for everything. It's hard. It's easy to get confused. So who's attacking who, why these people are a proxy for those people. I don't understand. This is essentially Iran not using proxies. It's them walking right up to the United States of America and giving us the double middle finger right in our face. This is Iran daring us to do something more significant. The only reason I bring this up is not because anyone was hurt or anything like that. It's not why I bring this up. Just keep your eyes on this situation because we may be heading quickly into a situation where we are forced to respond. And when I say respond, I mean in a significant way that might escalate things really, really, really badly out there. The jackals are circling America. Remember, Iran is China is is Russia. They're all working together all the time, and so is North Korea. North Korea is involved in this. In fact, I can't believe I'm going to say this. We actually do have to discuss North Korea and how they're involved in this, and what happened in Taiwan. You know, we're gonna, we're going to do that next, and then we'll get back to the calls. Okay,
0: hang on in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett
1: and Susie Bannikaram, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect,
0: which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart.
1: From the dethroning of the first Black Miss America.
0: To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen
1: to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report.